The opinions and views made on this podcast are solely those of the individual and not those of the broadcaster, host, recording studio, or sponsors and are expressively disavowed. Editing of any and all content is the expressed right of the host and recording studio. Tit for tat, oh tit for tat, for every tit, there's a tat. Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat, tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. Hello, all you titty tats out there. It's time for the tit for tat show. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm your giant drag queen, Miss Veranda Lenore. And I have the one and only fabulous Mr. Thomas. I'm here. You are. Yay. You're feeling better. I'm feeling better. I was very, very ill. As you will see, I'm not in the following interview. I know, I know, but I'm glad that you're doing better. And now with that, Kenny's not in town. So. No, Kenny's out of town. <laughs> so everybody's in a good mood. Yay. Yeah. Yay. More, more alcohol for us. Um. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Wow. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So he's off gallivanting around. Like usual. We're uh, we're here stuck in the studio. But that's okay because we're stuck with our favorite pals, producer Gil and producer Chris. So we love you guys. Yay. Yay. So you missed a fantastic interview. I know. I can't wait to hear it. So you like zombies? Love zombies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you like sharks? I watch Shark Week religiously <laughs> i do how about sharks and tornadoes together as in a sharknado yes oh i love sharknado yeah so we have the co-founder of the independent film company the asylum we have mr david michael latt with us yeah he is fantastic a genius so, mm-hmm. right hey what a great marketing uh, thing have Sharknado and Z Nation now, which is huge on the Sci-Fi Network, and just renewed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So it's great. I cannot wait. You, you get, you can't. You wait till you hear this. I can't wait. wait. I'm already, I'm already rambling. Well, what's new about that, right? I know, I know. And of course, <sighs> you know, I inserted myself into being on television. Oh again, my so. God! <laughs> Shameless plugging of yourself again. Of course. Why am I Come not on. surprised? Come on, <clears throat> girls got to get on television somehow. Well, it's <laughs> a good way to do <laughs> it. Zombie <laughs> veranda. Yep, that's right. All right. That's right. That's right. So it is time for our mailbag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a real special mailbag. Is it really? Yeah. Why is it special? Okay, so here's the deal. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that I actually am kind of the gatekeeper for the emails. Mm -hmm. I spare you and Kenny a lot of the craziness. We get a lot of good. We get a lot of bad. Mm -hmm. And in the past, you had said you'd really be interested in sharing some of the really horrible stuff we get. Yes. Um, And coincidentally... Since this is the first time we're going to do that, and we're not we're not political. This is not no. a political Mm-mm. show. This is about fun, right. you know. And we're not trying to hurt anybody. We're trying to lift people up. Yeah. Um, as you will see shortly, not everybody is down for that. No, and you know that's that's all well and good. We and, all have our tastes and everything, but well, but there's a line. There is a big line. And the truth is, however, you know, just like. 
in the le- in the last show, the drag queen who said she loves it when you get upset. Yeah. Buckle your seatbelt, honey. <laughs> oh, no. Veranda will be on uh, fire. But in typical tit-for-tat fashion, mm-hmm. we're going to end on a very, very, very high Good. note. Good. So before we get into these um, cantankerous, I'll say, yeah. <laughs> emails, yeah. we have to give our titty tats a little uh, primer. Okay. So, darling. Wow. Darling. Wow. Darling. Wow. <laughs> All right. So I haven't read these yet. You've read them. Yes. So I just, you just gave them to me. And well, and just so you do know, yeah. we are going completely anonymous this email yeah. round. Um, listeners, beware. These are not friendly emails, no. but we think it's important that you hear what we receive and um, we will read them exactly as they were written. We have a lot of foreign emails tonight. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, step into the hate pond. Here we go. Okay. All right. So the first anonymous, oh, Lord, there is nothing on <laughs> earth I'd like to do more than find you fags and let you know what we do to loudmouth fags like you perverts. Making hmm. America great again means the end of your queer trash. You asked for it, honey. You know, I don't use the word fag. That's yes. not a part of my vernacular. It's like using the N-word. Yes. I, it, it's not something... Yeah. I would say even amongst my friends, even just saying gay or queer, queer I use yeah. occasionally, but it's more in a contemporary fashion of being queer, being unique yeah. in that context. But using the F word to me is, that's the quintessential saying the N word. No, I understand. Trust me. I understand. <laughs> but you, you've got to be fucking kidding me. To know, to 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 read this and to since I, it's my first it's time getting I'm, hot. I'm it's getting, getting hot. I'm getting a little hot under the under the wig here. Okay, well let's let's since we're going to continue this little yeah. discussion, let's yeah. go ahead with my favorite one. Okay, because apparently I'm not going to be around hosting the show much longer. <laughs> what? And I'm called out by name. Uh oh. Okay, so uh oh. I hope this reaches Thomas. You loudmouth faggot. That will one day meet my nine nine millimeter in your teeth. We know where you live. What? Oh yeah, yeah. So oh. let's not lie about it. We get a lot of these mm-hmm. emails, but to flip the script, mm-hmm. because if I spend a lot of time reading these, of course I get a little, sure. you know, wigged out. Sure, sure. Um, the saving grace for me, mm-hmm. the next four emails that we are going to hear are probably some of the most epic, emotional, amazing emails we have ever received. Good. So now we are going to blow this hate out of the water. We need that. Yeah, so, here we go. That's right. We need that. <clears throat> so, all right, here's our next email. Hi, Tit for Tat Show. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> now let's, let's give them a we hi Kenny, together. right? Hi. hi. There we go. Um, I am from Uganda. Yeah. Wow. I'm from Uganda where I will be imprisoned for all my life or killed for being a homosexual. Your show gives me hope of freedom and love. Yes. Know that you are changing my life by giving me a voice and most importantly, making me laugh as life should be for all. 
Yeah. Oh my God, that is fantastic. You have goosebumps? Yes, I, I do. I totally do. I do. <laughs> and, you know, coming from Uganda, I mean, as in there are numerous countries. Yeah, numerous, numerous. That see homosexuality as a, a, a true perversion and you can lose your life. Yeah. Or be stoned or what, you know, the whole village can come after you. It's, it's like... <laughs> You're Frankenstein's monster, and they're all got the pitchforks and yeah. you know. But but that's phenomenal that we've actually reached someone to give them a little light. And can you imagine the threat of being killed for mm-hmm. listening to us? Mm-hmm. Wow, well, <laughs> there are better ways <laughs> to go, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, indeed, indeed. Yes, but it's only going to get better from here. Well, keep smiling and keep laughing in Uganda. Yes. All right, and I have the next one. Hello, okay. my dear friends. Oh, hello, friend. Hello. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, never yes. Mind. That was the other episode. I write <laughs> from a Muslim country oh. where this email could be the evidence needed to sentence me to prison or death. Mm. Each day I struggle to hide whom I am in fear. When I have found this show, I knew another world really do exist for people like me. When I want to quit fighting, I listen to this program and I am lifted back to joy and hope. Love and thanks to you, my family in love. Oh, wow. How amazing, That's phenomenal. Right? That is yeah. so phenomenal. Take that with your nine yeah. millimeter, motherfucker. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I bet you that son of a bitch. Never mind. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm so happy that we're reaching people who, who need this. It's only going to get better. People need people need a voice. Yes. Who, who may not have a voice. But do they need Veranda's yes, voice? Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, we're ah, changing the world. We're changing girl. the world. Clutch yes. hands. Oh, oh. We are the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got boy George yet. I, right. We may That's need Kenny's him. problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the next one. Uh, hello to all. On this wonderful program. So Hello. that means you guys too, Chris and Gil. Um, Gil can't be bothered right now. Yeah, right. He's like, ah, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> I am 85 years and live in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. My young friends, like me, help me listen and write. If we try to do what the tit for tat show do. Now remember I'm reading this as it's written to us. Um, we would be hanged in the street. You are so brave and a beacon of hope to me, an old man. I sleep with smile knowing that wonderful Miranda, (laughs) that's okay. Miranda Tomas and Kenny are talking to the world for all of us. Yeah. Oh, that is wonderful. 85. 85 years young. So your peer. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's shut up. <laughs> it's phenomenal. How amazing it's, is this that? This is phenomenal. Yeah. This is. Right? I'm getting some boo-boo eyes here. I hope so. And it's not from that cologne you're wearing either. Oh, for God. <laughs> you should be so lucky. <laughs> so we actually need to get a map and start putting pins I in. I know. I know. Yeah. And put it online somehow. Because that would be phenomenal. It is amazing. <sighs> and I have another one. Yeah. And it's actually a little, close, a little closer to home. Yeah. Um, I think probably we've all been there. And um, this one hit me really hard. So oh. get ready for this. Yeah. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> Hello, Tip for Tat Show. Hello. I had to write and say how much you have helped me. I go to a high school where I am bullied and beaten on mm. a daily basis. Mm. The only name I ever hear is Faggot. This is a small town where I don't know any gay people, but I know Thomas and Veranda. I am a full-fledged titty tat, and I am proud. When you feel down sometime, know you have literally saved my life countless times. I love you guys. Oh, gosh. You need a tissue, girl. I do. I do. I do. How wow. amazing is that? That's just and we've all so been there, awesome. right? We have. We we've have. All been I think there. we've all we've all had those moments in our life. Um, I know I was bullied in high school, um, and you know, and as as the campaign was saying, it does get better. It does get better. Yeah. You do find those people not unlike ourselves who give this wonderful young person a, a ray of hope as well as the 85 year old as well as right. people who have a chance to move on and move forward so yeah. that's that's amazing it's absolutely amazing so take that hater that's right take yeah. that haters haters because we have a lot more people that love love conquers hate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is definitely mm -hmm. stereotype time mm -hmm. let's throw those cliches out <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so awesome i'm so glad that we're reaching out and and touching well I, I will touch oh some people. Oh my <laughs> God. Lawsuits. <laughs> Reach out and touch. Only you could take Somebody's such a beautiful man. moment no, and sully it for no, me. Oh, come on. We're here, to, we're here to laugh and have fun. Absolutely we are. Yeah. No, you guys are phenomenal. And please keep your head heads held high. Yeah. And know you've got people who are loving you from across the globe. The globe. Yes. Yeah. And right in your backyard. Big, huge, huge hug to all of you out there listening. And Veranda can literally reach around the globe. I've got very long <laughs> arms. Very, very long arms. And we're hugging you all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. So now let's get back into our normal routine. I know. I know. I cannot wait for this interview. I can't wait for it either. It's going to be phenomenal. Wait till you hear this. We have the one and only David Michael Latt from the Asylum Film Production Company, Sharknado, Z Nation, look out. Look out. Here come those zombie sharks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, it's Liz Winstead, and you're listening to the Tit for Tat podcast. I happen to be the tit in this episode. Hey, straight producer Kenny. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for our special guest. I know. This is what I'm really excited about. We got you know, some uh, cool dude energy Do you know up. what you get when you throw weather phenomenon and sea creatures together? No. <laughs> you get... Sharknado. Oh, shit, yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> You're we, fucking right, you do. Oh, my gosh. We have on the show with us right now our co-founder of the independent film company, The Asylum, uh -huh. who's the producer of that fantastic cult classic movie now, um, Sharknado. Yeah. Um, Sci-Fi Nation, Z Nation. I've seen it. I've seen oh it. I God. watched it the other night. Watched we it. have David Michael Ladd on the line yeah. with us. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> How are you, David? 
Uh, almost over. So we got to hurry this up. Wait, what? Oh, so. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, we have this I know. Thing. We Stra- started too late. Straight producer Kenny is usually half in the bag when he, when he gets here. So, you know. But mm, Yeah, I've well. been sick, so I'm... I haven't been drinking so much, so this this uh, beverage I have in front of me might hit me quicker or stronger than normal. So, <laughs> so I'm going to appreciate the question. So then we go out. Do you just to take a quick break so you can make yourself a drink and we can get <laughs> back to this in a second? <laughs> We're happy to do that. We're good. All right. All good. <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. So I, uh, while I was doing some research uh, for you, I, you have this like humongous list of mockbusters that are just, they're killing me. I'm loving every second of them. And I've actually seen some of these as well. And I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So I guess my first question to you, David, is what was like the first mockbuster that was like, wow, I can't believe this like went way beyond our expectations. Well, that'd be the first one. Cause if it didn't hit the first time, we wouldn't have done it the second time. Um, so the first one was uh, war of the world. Um, we, you know, up to that point, we were just kind of making movies on a monthly basis. And, uh, we had thought, you know, this was a project, it was a pet project of mine. I really wanted to make it. I was a fan of the, the book growing up and, um, you know, really wanted to do it. And, uh, all of a sudden Paramount announced they're making this stupid little movie they're doing with, uh, some guy from Hollywood, Spielberg, <laughs> um, directing. And so we kind of shelved it. We said, you know, no, we're not, you know, we can't do it. Um, our partners at the time were Blockbuster, and they said, uh, actually, my partner's like, no, we're not, not making it. I'm like, I love this. I got it. I want to do it. So, you know, I finally got them to talk to our Blockbuster partners sometime in, like, um, December of 2004, I think. And um, uh, they not only said, yes, you're going to make it, but we will protect you from it. We want you to make this so badly because it's public domain mm-hmm. that when Paramount calls to threaten us, we will protect, you know, um, our interest in the show to make sure that you release it, you know, and get it on the shelves. So with that confidence, we made it in January. Now, unknown to my partner, I've been, re- I've been writing the script for a year, you know, because I just wanted to, to make this so badly. So, you know, when we got the green light in December, and shooting in January, the script had already been kind of incubating and be rewritten and rewritten. And, and so we were ready to kind of go already. Um, and um, we released it. Paramount indeed called Blockbuster up and said, if you release this, you'll never get one of our, another one of our studio films again. And the Paramount <laughs> and the uh, president of Blockbuster went, all right, screw you. We're not going to release wow. any of your films. Went, nice. uh, <laughs> never mind. Sticking it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they showed them. They're out of business now. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that guy was smart. Um, so do you hold yourself personally responsible for the collapse of Blockbuster? <laughs> yeah, of course. And the election of Trump and all that stuff. I, you know, I, you have no idea the visible hand that is guiding, you know, uh, the American landscape is mine. So, um, we're, we're, I thought their last name was Locke on that, not um, Lat. <laughs> What's that? Isn't the invisible hand the theory of Locke, not Lat? Mmm, <laughs> maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. cerebral. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, with doing this and having that interaction with Paramount, and you know, given the different names of the titles that you've had, have you ever been sued be- from a major studio because of the take on one of their, you know, like you're writing the coattails of one of their big movies? Well, we're okay. 
<laughs> no one listens to this podcast, right? So we're good. Just, uh, <laughs> right? So I can just kind of well, tell you, you, really you, might, you may want to tell that to our 125,000 uh, Twitter followers. So. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. I got 125. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, the, the bottom line is yes. We've gotten the occasional mean, nasty letter that says, uh, F off and die. Um, <laughs> we're going to take you to the cleaners. You're never going to work in this town again. And we basically write them a letter from our lawyer going, bring it on, bitch. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> go ahead. Um, and the reason being is because the studios do it to themselves all the time. It's called drafting when they do it. We're, we're a lot more obnoxious about it. We're um, more in your face for brazen. So... You know, it's a little easier. We're a bit bigger target, but at the same time, it's what they do. So, they if they sue us and they win, well, they're screwed with their slate of movies. Right. <laughs> so, <they> <laughs> so it never gets beyond the letter. And, and basically, what it comes down to is, in order to kind of get out of it and save space, they usually it usually happens with the marketing side of it. It's like, well, your font on the title is a little bit similar to ours. Could you just change that green to a lighter shade of lime? Like, all right, (laughs) great. We're good. We're happy. All right, let's move on. Oh my God. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what else has happened? I mean, that changing the title is one thing, but yeah. How do you get past some of the scripts and the lines and the, and the taglines? Well, Doing a mockbuster is strictly a marketing thing. I mean, the uh, the content of the shows, which is what I'm responsible for, um, are solely originals. We don't look at um, uh, scripts from the studios. We just look if there is a film about transforming robots coming out. Uh, you know, we're going to make a film about transforming robots, just like everyone else is going to make a film about transforming robots. They're going to call theirs Robot Wars or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to call ours Transmorphers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's strictly again, a marketing thing is people are interested in this, um, topic. And, uh, from there, we just kind of give them what they're looking for. Like when we were, um, you know, you, you, you see it all the time when, when the Da Vinci code was coming out, um, you know, you can go to any big block, uh, box store and you'll see walls of all these other studio releases of behind the Da Vinci code and, mm-hmm. you know, the real Da Vinci code and, and, uh, the Da Vinci, code exposed and you know <laughs> hey, that was it, a triple x film that Kenny did. these are <laughs> easy you know it, it, big studios um and then you have ours this is dimension treasure um but we're one of like 10 or 15 titles that we're releasing that month that we're all taking advantage of this audience that wanted to know more about what was going on that's interesting because uh veranda the lovely veranda lanai and i were talking uh before we got in touch with you tonight and Maybe you've heard it described this way before, but the first thing that came to my head when describing your movies, I said, it's like porn without the sex. (laughs) (laughs) No, you stupid fuck. Um, (laughs) I mean, not in in production value or anything like that, but just like, you know, the the, the parody of the titles and and kind of, you know, along the same plot lines, but... Yeah, you know, it's. I I will say that we have that same achievement um, by the. We would because it's a small town. You would know a lot of people in the industry and you know in the A level side of things, and you can go into the editor of Avatar's you know room and find Transmorpher poster up. You know, and hey, why aren't they doing our movie? You know, you know, it, it, it was at a certain point. 
a bizarre badge of pride, just like I'm still waiting for the porn version of Sharknado. I don't know why that has not happened. <laughs> and in fact, we were having a discussion today about why hasn't this happened yet? You know, what is wrong with us? Why are we the ugly woman? You know, and in the, in the world, yeah, it's like it, 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 are we not porn worthy? Um, and I and I think that that probably is uh, a little bit of what the studios, you know, when when a producer finds out that we're going to do a mockbuster, kind of says, oh, it, they feel at the asylum is going to be a successful movie, so there's going to be a, uh, a mockbuster associated with it. Um, because it does ebb and flow. If the film flops, ours mockbuster usually flops. If it does well, ours does well, too. Well, would you be disappointed um, just, greatly if someone went, like, the other way with it? Like, one of those porns that's, like, you know, fetish-driven? Like, so someone did Sharknado, for example? <laughs> Am I the only one that finds no, Sharknado uh, funny? <laughs> it's a shark. I wouldn't watch it, but, <laughs> oh. you know, uh, but I, I would, I'm still waiting for it. I, I think, <laughs> I think your cold medicine's kicking I in, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening again. I, you know, <laughs> hey, I look at it this way, David, as long as you keep putting Antonio Sabato Jr. in loincloths, like you, like you did in uh, uh, Princess of Mars, I'll be quite happy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're have to wait for another uh, uh, another company for that one. But yeah, okay, I, I, I understand what you're saying. He's not hard on the eyes. Oh no! Sure. I mean, so do you, do you seek out actors like Ian Ziering and Tara Reid and, and Antonio for your movies, or are they coming to you now for these films? It is Ian, just to let you know. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, even though it's spelled like Ian, um, it's a little bit of both. I mean, for the Sharknado films, they a lot of the actors come to us now because they want to be a part of it. Um, and, uh, and we let them, uh, you know, and I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we're a very viable, healthy, active production company and distribution company studio that releases movies and they don't get buried on a shelf somewhere. They don't get lost and not get distributed because everything we do gets released. Um, and so, and then we're consistent. I mean, you know, you may not get paid a lot of money, but you know, we're going to go stag and we're going to, you're going to get your, your union dues and rights and, and you're going to, you know, work and, and it's quick and easy. And, you know, we're probably not going to give the Johnny Depp's to the world, but, uh, that's okay. You know, he has his things and we have ours and, uh, uh, it, we rarely get turned down, but we don't necessarily shoot that high. I mean, we do for the Shark Nato films. Because <laughs> why not? You never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was, I looked at, uh, uh, the cast for Sharknado, the fourth awakens and actually my cousin carrot top is in it. <laughs> That's your cousin. Yes. <laughs> How wonderful. I, I was not there. And I was so sick and I couldn't get to Vegas, but everyone seemed to have a blast with him and, uh, uh, and, and a blast on, on a whole Vegas shoot. It was, it was so disappointing not being able to meet Wayne Newton and Sue oh, Danton sure. and all, I mean, it's like all of them were there. I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> Uh, I'm sick. So, was <laughs> did did you get a chance to to uh, to uh, meet uh, Gary Busey? Was he quite the handful that he always is? You know, yes, I did meet him. And here's the funny thing about Gary Busey: oh, he's crazy, he's crazy, he's crazy. The, the thing about Gary is that he's not crazy in a fun way. He's crazy in a you need help kind of <laughs> way. And and I mean, I mean, because. And, and so there's a lot of, you feel sad and sorry. It's like, sure. why, are you, why is your agent and your manager telling you you should do this? You should not be doing this. You, you, you know, it's, it's just, it's a weird 
you, you want him to be funny crazy. You don't want him to be like, oh, I feel bad yeah. that, we're, that you're here crazy. Um, but he did great on the show, and I don't think he even knows that he was in the show, but he was great on the show, and, you know, I'd put him back, I guess, again, if there was a five, um, but it's that. It's just, it's too kind of sad. Just, yeah. You know, you know, I, I met him years ago at a, at a convention and someone made the mistake of actually giving him the microphone and he just went off and he started singing and like, it just was this whole like, mm-hmm. holy crap, you know, what, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's scary because he's, he's, you know, he was, uh, Dr. Drew was in, um, in Sharknado 4 and he kind of was talking about Gary, because he had treated him, and, and uh, uh, just you know, he was in a bad accident, and he had head injuries, and, and this is a result of it. It's not, you know, this yeah. is, and, and it's it's very, it's harmful, it's horrible. Sure, you know, sure. Something to to kind of just you know shake your head to. So, so you had you had a diva on set, and I'm talking about mm-hmm. the Hoff, uh, yeah. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> David is, is not a diva. Um, <laughs> he just seems like that he, to me. You know, he he's he's just the off. I mean, I, I can't describe it. it. I would work with him again in a heartbeat. Um, but I guess he's not for everyone's taste. I don't even know if I could say that because yeah, I don't know. He is charming, and he is he is good, and he is so dedicated to his brand. He gets it 100%. I mean, there's, you know, you're not going to knock him off his pedestal. Um, you know, he's a guy that really understands his world and where he is in it, and which is amazing, you know, uh, because there is a lot of um, putting a mirror up to him and kind of, you know, the, just who he is and what he stands for is just uh, kitschy and, and silly and, and whatnot. But he, he embraces it in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. so... You know he'll do, he'll say no, we're not doing that because this is not how the Hoff would go about that kind of thing. And you're like, yeah, okay, you're right. You know, <laughs> um, so he's fully aware of his brand at any given time, and uh, he's just he's great. I just uh, I can't say enough wonderful things about him. Well, that's awesome. I mean, you know, he yeah. like you said, it's, it is a brand. You you come you come out like for myself being a drag entertainer, I have a brand. I bring my brand mm-hmm. to my shows and different places, and that's my brand. But if you met me as a person, you know, I'm not that brand. I'm. Oh, uh, yeah. oh <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> yeah, you, are, you are to a degree, but yeah. you know, when you have something that you know works, you're gonna go, you're gonna run with it, and I mean, that's that's fantastic. I mean, so um, you have this fantastic series on uh, Sci-Fi Network, Z Nation. You know, how, how is that different from filming, you know, a, a film production versus a television series? I know they're, they're very different things, uh, you know, in production value, but how does that, how that work for you guys? Well, you know, one of the, uh, the things about Z Nation uh, for sci-fi is that prior to Z Nation coming on board, I had made so many movies with sci-fi. And within my company, I made, at that point, probably about 200. Mm. And we'd never done a TV series before. But, you know, I, when they said, look, we want to give you the opportunity of doing the series, and uh, you know, we're going to give you 13 episodes, and, but you have to have a showrunner to it. 
Um, my response was, uh, screw you. I, I can do this. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. You need a show. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I produced 200 movies. Damn it. <laughs> I know how to do this. And they're like, look, you're not going to get the show. If your show run, you need one of these three people. And the person at the top of the list was Carl Schaefer. And we were lucky enough to get him drunk, get blackmail photos and, and put him on the show. <laughs> and, I am so grateful that sci-fi pushed and that I, my ego isn't that big um, that I acquiesced because it is truly a 24-7 job. Um, he is working on the show every waking hour, and I thought I was a workhorse. He puts me to shame. He makes me look like one of my kids. <laughs> I mean, you know, where they just want to watch TV and, and play video games all day. I mean, that's I, he is on a different level of the amount of work that he has to do. And, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy because he is a, he's in charge of all the scripts going in and getting those right. And, and the tone of the show and every edit that goes out. And, and, you know, it's just, you know, from the moment we say, let's go do the show until we deliver the final version, that's a nine month period of nonstop crazy. And the other few months is really just kind of laying out a lot of the groundwork mm -hmm. of what the next nine months will be. So it's not 24-7, it's like 22-7. Wow. <laughs> um, it, it is a crazy amount of work. And I, 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 after three seasons, I still don't know how he does it. And, um, you know, and still maintain the sense of humor and sense of intelligence and integrity to the show. And, and he's a fan of the show, which is great. I mean, and, and he really has driven a lot of what the show is. Um, and so for me on the TV series, even though it's so much more work, it is the easiest thing in the world because I just have to have Carl do everything. Whereas on the other shows, I am much more involved, which is why they suck a lot more than the TV series. Um, it's, you know, my hands a lot more into the, into the one-offs, uh, that we do for, uh, you know, the two films we make a month. I, you know what I've been on, I've been on movie sets and I've been on, uh, independent films and, and television sets. And I just, there is such a huge difference to me and it's, you know, it's, they call it the stand and wait, you stand and wait, you act, you stand and wait, you do, you know, it's, it's, there's so much going on and I, I love every second of it. I love being behind the scenes and I, I just know that, you know, it's, it's a ton of work, ton of work. It is. And now the, the news with us is, I guess not surprising, is that there's not a lot of waiting. I mean, we're shooting Z Nation about five days. We shoot our, our movies in anywhere from nine days to 14 days. Um, Sharknado is a little bit more just because it is a lot more involved in it, mm -hmm. but that's really the exception. Um, but everything else, it's just, you know, you're, you're practically shooting in real time. So, so there's not a lot of sitting in the, and waiting. Well, you know what? There, there's. Have you ever had a zombie drag queen in your show? <laughs> there's one. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> I don't think we, we've done strippers, and we've had, but I don't think drag queen. Hey, keep in mind, she's seven feet tall. Yeah, I'm a seven foot tall drag no queen. I'd make a great zombie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a little green. Uh, you know what? <laughs> the nation is a world that a zombie drag queen fits very well. See? So uh, <laughs> it is not out of the question. It's something I will definitely bring up with Carl <laughs> for season four. We got renewed for season four a couple weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. So everyone's, great. everyone's in the mode of, uh, all right, what are we doing for season four? And zombie drag queen? Sure. 
Hey, I'm I'm there for you, honey. I'm there. <laughs> and David, so our ticket stats can find you. Can you tell us um, air times for Z Nation? Well, um, it's a little funky. It's always on Friday. Okay. Um, our season finale is this Friday. Um, so after this, there won't be. Uh, it'll just be repeated on on Sci-Fi. I don't know. Those dates are very random. Okay. Um, three in the morning. Who knows? But consistently, we've been for three seasons on Friday nights. Uh, this season, we're on on the East Coast at 9 p.m., but if you get dish in the West Coast, like I do, it's at 6 p.m. So at 6 p.m., you're watching a lot of head smashing and gore. Nice. Um, good, right, great for dinner. Um, uh, and, and otherwise, it'll be a 9 o'clock uh, show. I think it's um, around 8 o'clock um, in the Pacific Mountain, in the Mountain Central Time. Um, it's a, it's, it, I don't know how they make that work. It, for me, it's like it's just to be all in the same time, and then you get right. the strongest ratings. But, uh, you know, smarter people than me, uh, you know, figure that thing out. But it's always been Friday. It's always been around that time, and uh, that'll be for this Friday, too. <laughs> <Nice>. The season <laughs> finale. I'm so sad. So tell us, David, what's happening for you? What's coming up next? What's coming up for you in 2017? So 2017, uh, it looks like there's... Um, you know, uh, a lot of opportunities with, uh, you know, starting up new series, which uh, we're really excited about. So things we'll hopefully be announcing soon. So I can't really get into uh, the specifics, but, uh, you know, we have a couple of things uh, um, in the oven uh, that we want that we can't wait to announce. Um, but for the most part, it's, you know, the, the daily grind of two films a month. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, making that work and that's always fun. So that, that, that's consistent with anything above and beyond that, like a TV series or something bigger, um, will be announced and uh, will be, uh, coming soon. Well, we'll definitely have to have you, have you come back and tell us all about your new series. Yeah, you're able to talk. Fantastic. But you My know. Porn career. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that. So uh -oh. you, you do come up with some awesome titles for your productions. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, what I'm more interested in are what are the titles that were rejected? Like, what's some just that you absolutely had to say, no, 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 we can't do that, man. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but A, I don't think anything has been rejected. <laughs> um, although, uh, Megashard versus uh, Giant Octopus was originally Megashard versus Giant Squid simply because there was a misunderstanding of the Japanese and what they wanted. Because uh -huh. that plot line came from our Japanese buyers. Gotcha. And they were describing, they said squid, but they were describing an octopus. Mm. So we were going for a couple months all with this idea of a squid, but then it's like, no, 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 and then realized they were talking about an octopus. Well, so we've all that made that mistake. changed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lost in translation there. Right. So I don't, so I don't handle the marketing side uh, of the company. I don't, I'm not privy to a lot of the titles. I just get them, and they usually stay. I, I, it's been very rare that, that anything has changed, uh, and certainly nothing is too outrageous. I mean, we're, we're pretty uh, uh, out there anyway, you know, with the titles sure. and stuff. So uh, I don't think anything's been uh, changed. I think things that get changed are changed for marketing purposes, like um, – uh, there used to be a time when we used to put numbers in front of everything because when you watch in demand or something on video, uh, you know, with your with your service, your internet service, and the numbers came up first. And Americans are notoriously lazy, yeah. and so we watch, you know, we read the first page or two, and that's it, and then you're done. <laughs> nope. So we would put numbers on it, and so you would always see our titles first. Sure. Um, that that process has stopped because everyone kind of like, hey, what are they like? Hey, what are these numbers? Oh, that looks great. So everyone started doing it, and so they started banning that on those sites. It's can't put numbers on, on it. And so, uh, so uh, that's the only reason that it, it would ever change is usually a marketing. I mean, not because something was, um, 
you know, so outrageous that uh, we just couldn't do it. So you, you've got all these fantastically crazy films. Um, and then you've got faith films. How, how did that come to pass that you go from <laughs> zombies and sharks and craziness to then you have these more subdued films? How did, you know, where did that come well, from? It's really not, look, we're drug addicts is what it comes down to. <laughs> and our drug of choice is uh, filmmaking. And, um, you know, we want to keep making films like any good drug you want to keep with their drug of choice. Um, and, and so faith films really, we don't do that anymore. We were oh, young okay. we needed the money. Um, but, um, <laughs> that came out of our buyers at the time said, look, you know, we, we had pitched them a story that one of our other buyers wanted. And they said, well, we can't do that because we're not doing disaster films, but if you put a religious angle on it and we sell it as a religious movie, then we'll buy it and you're going to see how great it does. And so we actually did that for that particular film. I think, yeah, I think it was the apocalypse and uh, gave it a religious angle to it and it did really well. So we said, okay, let's, there's a business here. And then we said, look, if we produce these faith-based movies, will you take more to our buyer? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Do it. Um, and so we created a label called faith films and put the person in charge of it. who was a kind of evangelical, um, you know, strong believer in this um, stuff, uh, you know, in charge of that. And, made these movies. I think it was like six or seven films. The, the problem is, is that the aggravation that you go through in order to convince the audience that you are a true believer, because you can only be a true believer to produce these movies, um, is insane. And, this, and it's just, you know, you have any fanboy is like, oh, you know, the, the vampire didn't, uh, wasn't invented by the garlic, you know, and therefore <laughs> you guys are stupid and well, I'll never watch another asylum film because, you know, it was with uh, a turnip and not garlic, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so you have, you know, you have these extreme hardcore fans for that genre. For faith films, you have the same thing. You have extreme hardcore, you know, uh, faith-based, mm. you know, audience that makes sure that what you are saying is exactly what God and Jesus said sure. and cannot change. And if you add any kind of, any nuance to it, you're a heathen heretic and you're going to go to hell and I'll never watch your movies again. So <laughs> that pressure was so intense that we just kind of went, all right. <laughs> well, did you at one point consider yourself... You know, the... other, other people could do it. So no, it's not for um, three atheists um, to, uh, <laughs> to produce uh, uh, faith films. I was going to ask you if you felt at any point that you're like the creed of filmmakers... Like, you know the band Creed? Like, <laughs> how they just, like, bastardize rock and roll to try and... Well, I don't even know if I consider what they did rock and roll, but, you know, <laughs> they just put a faith message in their music and, you know... Yeah, I guess you have to have a pretty big Jesus complex in order to do something like that. Yeah, but for me, I, I, I enjoyed it. No, not I you. I was saying Scott Stapp, not you guys in any way. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, no, I get no, what I, you guys I, are no, doing. But, but I have a partner that... that, that was like he was horrified at the idea of making religious films because he's such a soapbox atheist. And, you know, this was just so disgusting to him. And, um, but for me, like a story is a story, whether it's a good story, a moral story, an ethical story, or a zombie story, or whatever it is. I mean, it's all born from the same thing, this ability to entertain and to attract and to, and to feel and emote. And, and I, I'm excited by the challenge of, uh, of, of making it. So for me, it was never, I never had a problem with the faith film 
you know, uh, things we were making, uh, storylines we were doing. And, um, and in fact, some of my favorites that we've done, you know, at the company. Um, but I understand on the other side of it, my partners who do the selling, uh, it was just too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Well, we've, we're having an awesome time talking to you. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to play a little game with you. Absolutely. Uh-oh. So stay tuned. <laughs> Tiffer Ted Show will be right back, dum-dums. From Compound Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Tit for Tat time. All right, so we're back, Titty Tats. Yay! <laughs> we're back with the Yay. fantastic David Michael Lapp yeah. from the oh. Asylum Production Company. Um, so it's it's game show time. I, I, listen, I suck at this. I don't know why you guys make me do this all Just the time. Just because we can. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Prepare for an ass whooping, David, because Uh-oh. I'm going to get my first victory uh, tonight. Oh, you totally are. I suck at games. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't play them. I don't like them. Don't, I, it just reveals how stupid I am. No, no, no. I, don't, know, don't say I, that. It's, it's not good. Don't say it that until you. Don't say that until you hear the title that our lovely Miss Veranda, or at least the category, lovely Miss Veranda has chosen for tonight's game, mm-hmm. which is totally unfair, by the way. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Hey, you know, David, as long as you get a half a point, you're a winner. Yep. So yep. <laughs> that's all we care about. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, I gotta uh, fire my agents. All right. Our, <laughs> our fantastic game. I need that. Our fantastic game tonight is going to be Midnight Movie Madness. Yeah. Yes. So, so I have a selection of movie titles. They could be real. They could be fake. You just have to guess which are real and which are fake. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, this is. Uh, I, I kind of. I kind of want to cheat because I have like uh, the director of Sharknado here, and he's so good at this. I want him. I want him like in my room. And, and, you want to phone a friend? You want to phone a friend? Listen, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind if you want to do it. You know, if you need to cheat to beat me, fine. All right. So and now, if I uh, uh, so Anthony's coming back in the room. Anthony Fonzie directed uh, Sharknado one, two, three, four, five. All of them. Okay. Or close the door. Um, I, you need to be quiet because I don't want them to know that you're here. Okay? Um, I think it's too late. I need, to, I need to sound intelligent because Anthony did this movie title thing, is it true or not true, on a radio uh, uh, station out here in LA on K-Rock. And he, or not with the K-Rock, it was another one. And he killed it. So I'm just pretending like, so this is all me. Andrew's not here. Okay. All right. So, so hey, go ahead. What's Andrew's size for the t-shirt? Cause we're not sending we're you one. To him. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear me? No. What was that? No, I didn't. I didn't hear you. What was that? Oh, I said, so what, what, what is the size for, for what's Andrew's size for his t-shirt? Cause we're not sending one to you. We're sending one to him. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah. Andrew, what, what's your size? He's probably a large, right? Uh, medium? Medium. Medium. I'm All an extra large. Right. We'll send to him. All, right. All right. Let's get it out. All right. So our first Midnight Movie ah. Madness title, and you have to guess whether this was a real movie or it was not. Right. How the West Was Fun. No, it's not. I got to go the other way. You have to go the other way? What, yeah. what, you say yes, it was It movie? happened, man. You think it happened? Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? Kenny's actually right yes! for a change. <laughs> uh, Anthony, you are so far. You're not doing for a It was made in 1994 with the Olsen twins of all people. Oh. 
That sounds like uh, it's right up your alley, David. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in you and Andrew. Not a genre movie. I thought we were talking genre. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, you know, Anthony, I thought you were a big Olsen twin fan. I, you are really. I'm departed now. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Title number two: Riding in Cars with Boys. Yeah, That's what I do yeah, all the yeah. time. Even I know that one. I do that all the time. I ride yeah. in cars with boys all the time. Yeah, uh, Drew, yeah. Drew, uh, Barrymore? Yeah, Barrymore and Drew, yeah. And Whoopi Goldberg, no. Uh, riding in cars with boys with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I think, I think it is Drew Barrymore. I think it was Mandy Moore, but I think it happened anyway. <laughs> of course it did. It was in 2001 <laughs> with Drew Barrymore. Damn it! Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Ready for the next one? one. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. Here's the next one for you. Ernest goes to Betty Ford. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to do it. I had to do it. Of course not. Oh, my. I knew you'd get a kick out of that one, Kitty. I think we should make that happen. All right. All right. All right. Here's here's one for you. Um, Step into liquid. Ooh, it sounds like something I did Saturday night. Step into liquid. Uh, yeah, it's a documentary. Oh, okay, documentary. There you go. No. Yeah, we're gonna say it's real. I'm gonna say it's fake. Don't don't be using your electronic devices now. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by the pregnant pauses. <laughs> No, no, no. You don't think so? No. What, and, and David and Andrew, what, what did you say? And we said yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, it was a surfing documentary in 2003. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I well, thought we should know that because of Sharknado. We're all into surfing. So. Oh, okay. Cool. I, you yeah, can't. So you cannot get way. me on the water. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just yeah, will not work. That water is always, yeah. <laughs> mm. All right, here's another one, and I think I I think I I like the title of this movie a little bit more than you know. Just, just lay it on I made me. It or, lay it on me. Santa with muscles. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I, I don't think so. I I that doesn't sound familiar. Um, we're gonna say no. I'm gonna, gonna say, no. say yes. You're gonna say. I'm gonna can say, you yes. say yes. It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 1996 movie starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, brother. Crazy. That's, that's nuts. Is it the one I, he sued Gawker for? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. That's what they titled it? <laughs> oh, my God. Were the twins in that one, too? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, here's another one for you. Frankenstein's Lost Member. Oh, God. Lost Member or Number? Member. No, no, no. I got to go, yes. Porn. I got to build on this lead, man. Yes. <laughs> is it porn? No. We're going to say no. I'm saying yes. I mean, I'm going to say no because Anthony's not here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, it was not a movie. That was my made-up movie, Frankenstein's Lost <laughs> Number. <laughs> All right, so we're tied four to four. Oh, my God. You got you to gotta break this. I'm rooting for you, David. I'm sorry. Sorry, Kenny. That's bullshit, I'm man. Not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, here's another one for you. Please say Star Wars. Please say Star Wars. Please say Star Wars. <laughs> All right. The incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed-up yeah. zombies. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yes, and that's not from Anthony at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let him have it because they have such confidence in this one. <laughs> right. I, like you didn't right. finish the title, and they right. knew it. Right. Well, he knew it. I should yeah. say, yeah, right? Because no, Anthony's. Like, okay. No, right. of course. I actually have this. I love this. It's so bad. It's so good. <laughs> 1963. It was billed as the first monster musical. <laughs> oh wow! Yes. So two things I hate. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that, of course. I don't know what you're talking. About. Why are you telling me that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was you saying it. Oh. All right. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that one. Oh, yeah. All right. See, they knew. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 1964 starring a young Pia Zadora. Ooh, Nobody knows who okay, she is. So what was Pia Zadora's, here, let's, let's do this. What was Pia Zadora's, I think, either 1981 or 82 film? What was Ooh. the name of that? Now, that I don't know. She's adorable. Oh God! No, <laughs> the lonely lady. The yeah. lonely wow. lady. Wow, she must certainly be because that was the last thing she probably made. They named it after you. Oh, ah, hey, easy. Hey. Hey. We should totally get Pia's door and Shark Nine Five if we do a Shark Nine Five. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm down. All right. What you doing? Next, next title: Crimes of Passion Fruit. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. I don't try, not not a passion fruit. Well, Crimes of Passion was a movie with um, uh, something. Uh, what's her name? Nineteen Wilson, eighty six or something. I can't remember. Uh, Crimes of Passion. What? Uh, I can't remember her name. That was totally made up by me, I, and I was going off of a movie called Crimes of Fashion. Oh. oh see, I wouldn't have known that. You could have gone Crimes of Fashion. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah Crimes of that. Fashion was actually a movie that these two actresses would probably want us to totally forget about. Megan Fox and Kelly Cuoco. <laughs> oh, who? oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Guy. I'm like, okay. It was pretty darn bad. All right, here's another one for you. Serial apist. Serial apist? Apist. It sounds like it's foreign. We're going to say no on that one. Uh, say yes. Yes. I got to catch up, man. I got to go the other <laughs> way, so I got to catch up here. You guys are you're kicking my ass right now. Well, I'm going to give Kenny a half a point for that hey, one. There we go. Because it was a fictional movie... That was made by Kelly Cuoco's character Penny on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's who you're talking about. Uh, no, I, I probably <laughs> fell on that one. <laughs> no, actually, it was a part of her acting Do you know who her co-star was in that film? Um, Coco the Monkey. No, I don't I know. No. It was Will Wheaton, our friend Will Wheaton. Oh, that's who right. Who was in uh, Sharknado 2. Okay, okay I'll, give, I'll give that half a point if, if you can name... The, uh, wait, the wait, name wait, wait, of wait. the movie within the movie matinee that Joe Dante directed in the early 90s. What was the movie within the movie of matinee called? You guys are going to hate me for this answer, but I'm not a movie guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reveal! Oh, man! So, man. so I don't know. Man, man, man. Films in the tomo vision. Holy Jeez. shit. <laughs> That's how little I know. Oh, my. I have two more for you. <laughs> two more. Here we go. All right. So, wait. Before we get any further, I think you guys are up seven to four and a half. <laughs> I think they kind of got it. We have two more for you. All right. Love comes softly. Oh, come on, man. Love comes in that spurts. That is definitely a porn. It's probably a movie because it's a terrible title. Yeah. I'm going to go. That's probably a movie because it's a terrible title, too. 
It's like an Allen Ginsberg poem, isn't it? It's like it, it, it's got to be like a a, a bad notebook or romance kind of hallmarky thing. Maybe, yeah. It sounds like <laughs> something. All right, we're gonna, like, say, we're gonna say yes. That happened. Uh, All right, I'm gonna go. No, I gotta go. No, I gotta go for the points. It was a movie, Fuck you. <laughs> but it, but here's here's the kicker for a title like that. It was a 2003 Christian drama ah. television movie starring Katherine Heigl, <laughs> and it was a Christian porn drama. <laughs> and the last movie title for you for the Midnight Movie Madness game. Tornado. Veranda Zilla versus Sharktopus. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 say it again. Veranda Zilla versus Sharktopus. Miranda, I, Miranda Zilla. No, Veranda. There was there was there's Barracuda versus Shark or something. What is it again? Veranda Zilla. Oh, we're having to go like this. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it can be made, yeah, right? It can be made. Come on, I'm giving you a softball title well, here. You can talk to Roger Corman about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's even better. I love it. Well, guess uh -huh. what? I think, David, you won. Yeah, no. All, All right. by myself. All by your lonesome. <laughs> right. Whatsoever. That's okay. I, I, had, I had the help of engineers. I had the help of engineers Gil and Chris, and I still screwed it up. So <laughs> I should listen to what they say more often. <laughs> See, that wasn't so bad. Now was it? Well, not for that. I mean, uh, uh, no, because I knew everything on there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, my confidence level is way high. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so now that you've won that and you've you've had mm -hmm. a, a fun time with us, who would you double drag dare to come on our show and be interviewed by us? <sighs> really... Uh... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Did you do? laughs> it is that season. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, would you, uh, what do you think of Anthony Ferrante, director of all the Sharknado films and, and more so, and the Headless Horseman? If you I, think I he know can I can get him. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he might, he, he may bring me in to, you know, help with the game, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, he'd be great. He's, he's, awesome. he's uh, welcome. No, he remembers things, so it's one of those things that he's a better interviewer. <laughs> it's good to have those people. No. <laughs> yeah. You've been awesome, by the way. Up. Yeah. No, you've been you've been an awesome interview. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been laughing my dick oh, off over here. So if you could, before <laughs> you're we go. You're obviously sick. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't go away. I mean, it's one of those six that, you know, you know. Right. <laughs> well, David, we, we are so happy that you're able to come on our show and, and, and talk shop and talk about sharks and zombies and all kinds of fun stuff. You were fantastic. Yes. Oh, thank you both very much. Uh, and uh, it's my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm grateful that you thought of, of reaching out. Oh, hell yeah, man. Absolutely. We're, we're big fans, so of course oh, yeah. we have to reach out, you know. And don't forget, Zombie Veranda is waiting for you. So Got it. Done. It's done. We've already shot it. <laughs> it's been so awesome talking to you, man. Yes. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us. And again, apologize. Right. Thomas couldn't be here. He really wanted to. Um, obviously, that's who you've been in touch with but, mostly. Uh, I'm done with him. You know what? <laughs> so are we. So are we. So we have, an empty, we have an empty seat between us now. So if you're ever in Cleveland, come and sit in that seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you, Perfect. 
Do you ever guys go off a location? Do you go go outside of California to shoot? I mean, we've got some great venues here in in, uh, in Ohio, and our Cleveland Film Association does some wonderful stuff here. So if you ever think about it, come we on shoot up to all Cleveland. the time, and we we've not shot in Ohio. The closest we got like a month ago, we shot in uh, Indiana. But uh, I have so many friends, and I have family in in uh, Cleveland and and surrounding areas. So it's like I need to come up there. <laughs> so yeah, now you're sure. under snow, right? I mean, it's snowing now. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, nearby. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, we've. It was so funny because they just. I don't want to keep you, but they. They. Um. The American. The, the film association was like, you know, we've got some great uh, ancillary series that'd be great for zombie movies. We're like, what yeah. does that mean that we're? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's not we have, good for you, know, you, but it's good for us. <laughs> right. So much industry moved out yeah. in yeah. the seventies and eighties, and you know, obviously, we're known as mm-hmm. the Rust Belt. So we have a plenty of abandoned buildings, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and broken mm-hmm. windows. Yep. I think we lead the league in uh, broken windows <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and rust. That's our suburbs. That's not downtown <laughs> Cleveland. That's the suburbs. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, thank you. We don't want to keep you, but uh, it was a pleasure chatting with you, David, and we look forward to to uh, talking to you again. Yeah, David. Thanks. You were Perfect. awesome. Really appreciate it. Anytime. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, you dumb dicks. We got to take a quick break, but stay tuned. The Tip for Tat Show. We'll be right back. My God, that is so freaking cool. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> Watch out for Sharknado. the Sharknado. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. I know. Oh, my God. He was so stinking cool. Um, just all these great projects coming up. And yeah. he couldn't tell us about one of them. I cannot wait. We've got to have him back. We have to know what this next project's going to be. What do you think it is? Veranda Lanai oh. as a drag queen zombie. And I, you know, that's what the pitch came from. Or the end of his career. But he did say he never had a drag queen zombie on a show. So you never know. You, hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Could you, I would truly be undead. Was that much of a leap from <laughs> <laughs> right now? <laughs> Woo! Bite me, bitch. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, Bite you as in Sharknado. Yes. I, I want to go home and watch all the Sharknados again. You know it. Well, I want to go back and watch um, Princess of Mars. Yeah. So I can see Antonio Sabato Jr. again in a loincloth. Is that, that, was, I that never, I've never yeah, seen that. It was hot. Wow. It was, uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. was just perfect. Maybe yeah. that's what mm-hmm. angered him. Yeah. His, <laughs> let's not go there, right? right? We do not need a lawsuit. Right, right, right. right. We love you, Antonio that's Sabato. Right. We do, we do. We do. So, oh my God, it was an amazing episode and very uplifting to have some great friends from around the world contact yeah. us again. And I'm so excited. So, just think how much better it would have been if I wasn't sick. I know, I know. I know, right? Great. But hey, yeah. you know what? I'm glad you're feeling better. And Yay. let's hope Kenny comes back in one piece. Or not. <laughs> we will trudge on somehow without that straight producer, Kenny. But another show has come to its point. Oh, a point? Yeah. Like this. Ow! Oh, hey, yeah. ow! 
<laughs> Stop it. So it, until next time. I know. And you know what? This is Sorry. This is our last show of the year. What? And thank God I am over 2016. <laughs> I am ready to put it to bed. Me too. I'm ready yes. for some new fun projects. And, and the guest list we have coming up is amazing. Oh. Funny stay people. tuned. More traveling show. More traveling show. Mm. Where are we going? We need to go to Nashville. We need to go to Nashville. We got to go to New York City. Ty Herndon. We got to go down to Florida and drink with our our, our titty tats. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. That would be fun. They would love it. We got to go to Texas. We got to go everywhere. We just have to go. Yes. Go, 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 go. Sharknado. <laughs> See how I did that? I know. I know. Great yes. But until next time, mm-hmm. it is time to end another one. I know, I know. So it's time to say goodnight, Veranda. Good night and happy new year. And since Kenny's not here, we'll say goodnight for Kenny. Dumb dick. There you go. <laughs> and until next time, remember, we really are here for you. We That's are right. reaching out to give you a big hug. And in all seriousness, it will get better. It certainly will. And if it doesn't, keep listening to the Tip for Tap show. That's right. We'll make you smile and laugh, and it will be all good and warm and fuzzy inside. Just like, never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Tip for tap, tip for tap. For every tip, there's a tap. Tip, tip, tap, tap, tip, tip.